Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au.
3CR On Demand. Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon till one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. And 3CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. And we pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge that the land was stolen and never ceded. And the pro- focus of this program is pansexual issues sometimes called LGBTI+, and I acknowledge the Western or colonial focus of that language. And remember that, of course, um, there's been all sorts of ways to do gender identity and gender expression all around the world for since humanity began, including parts of our First Nations peoples who have been on these lands for tens of thousands of years. Well, the last show of the year for Out of the Pan today. If you want to get in touch, you can do so by the um, high-tech means of communication. If you're a 2000s tech like me, you can still use out of the pan 855 at gmail.com. You can SMS 61456 751215. You can tweet at Sal so, and that's the bottom line. And you can look for the posts on Facebook on my page, Sally Goldner, and on Out of the Pan 3CR 855 AM Melbourne. And I will say today, I'm not planning to do anything really controversial, but the opinions on this program are my own and any um, coincidence, any semblance of um, um, opinions to organisations with which I'm associated, living or dead, or something like that, is purely coincidental. In other words, um, that's the way it happens, and Sal Gold said so. Um, opened up today with Paul Kelly, bound to follow. And, well, lots of people at this time of the year do thing, you know, at this time, and particularly this time of this particular year, are doing stuff about reviewing the year and the decade. Why the heck should I be any different? Because who else is going to talk about bi, trans, pan type of issues? Um, and I also thought, well, let's do some favourite songs that were released this decade. And that was certainly one of them. Paul Kelly from the Nature album um, of 2018, um, Bound to Follow, the Aisling song featuring Kate Miller-Heidke, was just one of the most amazing pieces of music I heard um, in this decade, the noughties, um, whatever. And of course, this year has been 20 by teen. So um, a big, um, well, a bit, a bit sad to have that part of the year ending. Um, so... Yeah, lots to talk about. Um, also, a few mentions. Um, happy solstice to, for those um, following in that way for yesterday. Um, happy Hanukkah coming up um, tonight. And also, I've um, got to give a birthday cheerio, or as a 70s or 80s presenter would have said, a not quite a long distance dedication. But um, seriously, um, congratulations to PBS FM who are a great community radio station in Melbourne who celebrated their 40th birthday yesterday, 3CR, 43 and a bit. Um, so, yes, very much a, a very wonderful community radio sibling and do great stuff. So I wanted to give a, a call out to them, keep it, well, I could say rocking, but countrying and dancing and bluesing and everything. We do need community radio and a whole range of alternative media, whether it's music or comment or information or anything else, because um, the more breadth of opinions out there, well, that's a good thing, encouraging debate. 
but it can be sometimes if you don't hear something that's you, you can feel a bit, you know, where is something like me? Isolation we know is a very dangerous thing. So um, good well, good one, PBS. And, well, if we're talking community radio moments of the decade, um, whilst it was a slightly sad thing um, earlier this decade when the, the fabulous tote closed down um, for a while, one nice thing that happened was you had all of um, 3CR, PBS and Triple R um, all broadcasting um, and sharing the space on that occasion. Probably a Melbourne community radio moment at its best for the decade. So yeah, let's have a look back at the decade. I'm going to decided to um, organise this, organise um, one of these 1980s management concepts that's making a bit of a comeback um, in a way where I looked at Victoria, then Australia, then the world, then we'll have a look at, well, we'll try to have a look at where the future might take us and that's probably the hardest thing to do of all. But anyway, um, let's start here in Victoria. If we go back to 2010, we may remember that we're at the um, end of the Brax Rumby area, or or should I say Premier Steve Brax, um, as he was, and then um, 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 Brax and John Thwaites both quit, and we ended up with John Brumby as Premier, but of course Labor was voted out in 2010, in the last decade they did some pretty good stuff for, from a, and I'm focusing naturally for this show on a queer perspective, um, and yeah, that included state anti-discrimination law, some minimalist birth reforms. Going back, we had um, domestic partnership type of laws. You know, lots of good things done, establishing the um, two ministerial advisory committees as they were, um, the Health MAC and the Justice MAC, as they were called for LGBTI people. A couple of Macs, but no fries or something like that. Um, and then, well, you know... Um, they ran out of steam, I think it is fair to say, from any perspective. Um, and the state Liberal Party was voted in for four years, which, well, we'll say was interesting. Um, there were, I remember one comment in one of the mainstream media that someone overheard a senior bureaucrat talking to another senior bureaucrat after the Liberals were elected. And about a year later, they said, we've just about got them broken in now, which I thought was quite amusing because... They probably weren't quite expecting to win, and I suppose in a way maybe that set the scene for a lot of what we endured politically throughout the decade on a number of levels. Um, sort of, you know, things that were sort of rock solid and taken for granted seemed to change a lot. And, well, at the state level in those four years, we, as I say, well, we had a Liberal government that sort of, well, didn't know quite know it was governing at the state level in all, I think, is a reasonable opinion for a couple of years. And then it put together, as it was called, the football team health ministerial advisory committee. Um, one Liberal was reputed to say, well, why do we need to do anything for gays now? Um, content warning, but also in a way, it's one of those, if you don't laugh, you cry moments. Apparently one Liberal Party member said, well, we don't beat up gays anymore. What's the problem? Uh, well, mental health, birth certificates, we on this show would know about all those and intersex surgery is still happening. And it tried to do some stuff, but I wasn't involved, but according to all reports was unwieldy. There were allegations that um, two people, um, well, let's just say, um, couldn't or might not have got on on merit was what I heard and caused some disruption at times. Um which was problematic. So didn't really achieve a lot um, directly. 
um, the old story, if you don't want to do something but be seen to be doing something, create a report and a subcommittee and whatever else. And that was pretty much it. And then, well, we talk about unpredictability and things that were predictable not being predictable anymore. What when happened was, of course, they were thrown out after one term, which is a rare thing. They only had a small minority, and then we had the issues with Jeff Lee and Frankston, and Labor got back in in 2014. And, you know, look, they've overwhelmingly, I'm not saying they're perfect, um, and I'm only again coming at this from... Well, first from a focus of rainbow community issues. they are obviously um, done a lot of stuff, but I'm not going to sit here and say whether they're good, neutral or bad overall. That's for other people to conclude, and they're probably, I'm sure they have made mistakes and all the rest. But we saw um, the historic um, parliamentary apology um, for past convictions of males having consenting sex with males, which was incredibly moving um, in May 2016, um, because, um, yeah, it was, um, um, I wasn't in the gallery itself, but, um, there were live feeds into the hall between the palaces of parliament. And the fact that it was a parliamentary apology was quite huge. Um, and, um, yeah, um, quite amazing. So, um, um, yeah. And it was very moving, a lot of soggy handkerchiefs. And I had to say, I had a wonderful... There was a moment afterwards where I was talking to someone about it and it struck me and I just said, you're one of the people directly affected by this. And this guy said, yes. And, you know, we just said, can we hug? And it was very awesome. And of personal interest to me as someone whose original line of work was an accountant, there was the story of someone who had completed their accounting studies, was ready to join the professional accounting body, and had to sign a statement, have you ever been convicted of a criminal offence? What did that person do? Well, um, at the time, unfortunately, they were put in the predicament of lying. Now they were able to clear their record. I've never heard if the accounting body in question or accounting bodies, how they've dealt with that situation, but you'd have to say um, they'd be pretty silly, um, those accounting bodies, if they didn't um, do something about it. But it was a really good apology. You know, if you put true apology or real apology into your search engine, it really fitted those criteria and was done well, while acknowledging, of course, that we still have things to do. So have a breather there, come back and talk Victoria, and then, well, the not-so-happy scenario of most of the decade for the Australian rainbow communities at a national level, and also had a couple of messages come in, come to those after the next track, and, well, um, as a little munchkin person, Um, When I was growing up, the Eagles were one of my favourite bands. Don Henley put out a solo album, Cass County, in 2015, um, just before, sadly, the passing of Glenn Fry in 2016. And there probably won't be any new material from either Don or very like, and given um, the Eagles have tried a few different people filling in, mostly Deacon Fry and Vince Gill to try to do Glenn's work but probably um, won't be back. So I thought I'd play a track, and Don, always a great songwriter. Here's a track from Cass County. Um, well, it's nice to say thank you, but consent is important too, and in this Don's case here, he says, no thank you. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally.
hundreds of asylum seekers from Sri Lanka facing a very uncertain future in Australia. These families struggle with working two or three low-wage jobs just to make ends meet and educate their children here. The Victorian Tamil Association has initiated a special Christmas Day Radiothon appeal to help unfortunate Tamil students. Between 9am to 5pm on Wednesday the 25th of December, 
we will take to the 3CR airwaves, broadcasting Tamil voices and music and discussions with youth, and asking the community to dig deep and donate to support our annual fundraising effort. The Victorian Tamil Association is a 3CR supporter. Hi, I'm Rod Quantock and you're listening to... Fill in the dots, you know who you're listening to. Why do I have to tell you who you're listening to? You know who you're listening to. You're listening to, yes, fill in the... 3CR Community Radio, you got it right, you've won a giraffe. Uh, we're at 855am, we're on digital radio and streaming at 3cr.org.au. 3CR has been making trouble since 1976 and occasionally I've been part of the trouble that's been made. It's a vital part of our uh, media landscape and I'd encourage you to get a hacksaw, an oxyacetylene torch and go up to the Dandenongs and, and bring down all those broadcast towers that aren't 3CR's towers and let's make 3CR the only source of information to an information-starved, dumbed-down Australian community. Written, authorised and spoken by... By Neil Mitchell. 3CR 855 AM 3CR Digital, 3CR.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the Pan with Sally, broadcasting live from noon to one Sunday, but for the last time this year, I'm having six weeks off after this week. And no, make sure you only take down, you leave, um, as well as 3CRs, you leave PBS and Triple R and all the nice community radio stations up. Better, have, better get um, Rod to do a, a voiceover or something to fix that one. On your Rod, you legend. Um, well, yes, um, lots going on, and we just heard prior to the messages from Don Henley and Cass, the album Cass County, probably his last solo album, and um, no thank you. A couple of messages have come in via the means of communication. Kayleen on, um, over on Tweeterland, um, who has uh, wished me a blessed letha to all to me and all the listeners. Thanks, Kayleen. And um, and sort of um, Kayleen has, with her usual wisdom, um, said that this decade has been about, um, um, she paraphrased a tweet of hers this morning, a decade over which gravity held but with moments of light. And, yeah, um, that's about it. Um, talk a bit about that throughout the rest of the show. And had an email in from one another of our fabulous um um, recurring frequent correspondence. There's nothing regular about those who listen and correspond into 3CR. Melina, who has done two things, sent a message um, wishing me a lovely holiday season and best wishes for the new year and that I deserve a break. Yes, looking forward to just beginning to wind down this week. This time last year was very hectic. Work got, was busy this year. It's quieter and I'm already chilling. Um, and Melina, though, has also said had to write a cheeky letter to the newspapers in lieu of all the hard-working volunteers during our fire season. And, of course, many people volunteer on December 25th to help out at, um, with people who might not get a Christmas meal or whatever. And Melina, on that note, says, let's not become too lazy, keep an eye on our leaders, even while we're all drinking and eating too much food and alcohol. Well, if we can afford that. But Melina's letter into the age says um, our Prime Minister is entitled to a break, but he's acting like a celebrity thinking he's got a right to privacy. He's paid by the Australian taxpayer. Is he afraid of people seeing him in um, some ugly board shorts? Yes. Well, yeah. Um, what is it? Two of our last three Prime Ministers have had bad bathing costume attire habits. Um, Abbott and the budgie smugglers. Um, um, sure. 
thankfully Scott Morrison had some degree of dignity. Um, Tony Abbott would be, um, you know, sort of volunteering as a surprise. Yeah, look, I'll give you something, you know, that's, I suppose, one teensy-weensy, schneensy-meensy little point you could make about Tony Abbott. So, um, yeah, thanks, Melina and Kayleen, and, of course, thanks to Roving Reporter for chipping in um, a lot now and then. And to all our listeners, thanks for your comments. And um, Roving has chipped in and said um, that I hope that I have a pleasant holiday season and a wonderful new year. Well, the same to all the 3CR listeners. Um, I will, I, I say that very much, you know, it's, um, for those, um, there was an article in The Guardian this morning that it's been a bit of a tough decade and year for progressive people. Um and <laughs> just having a read of the rest of um, Roving's SMS, you continue to amaze me with your energy and passion, all the work you do that inspires me to be a raving reporter. Well, I don't know about raving. I always go with roving, but look, um, I respect everyone's name in use, as we do on this program, and pronouns used, if any, mine or she, her, um, and um, um, right. Raving slash roving has put in the best album in the last 10 years in music radio head, a moon-shaped pool. Um, and, um, and also raving slash roving has said, hope to see me in the mainstream media, please. Well, you never know. Anything's possible in your wacky world. Um, and uh, also a comment, best wishes for 2020. I hope we acknowledge that despite some obstacles and challenges ahead, we still live in a pretty good country where we have had a sense of humour and the majority of people most of the, are decent most of the time. I think you've got a good point there. I'll say our reporter, um, to keep that short. Um, you know, it's an interesting thing. We have the sort of extreme voices of, in general terms, the right in our media, whether they be come under the guise of religion or politics or shock jocks or whatever. But as I travel about doing what I do, there are lots of people who do their stuff at the grassroots. I'm thinking of the diversity training I do, and they just want to do the right thing. They may not know, but they're willing to learn, and that's really all you can ever ask. And it is worth keeping that in mind. Um, can seem very gloomy when we you know, live in a world where so much, you know, fake news is out there, as someone called it, good is evil and evil is good sort of thing. And I've got a book to read on that over the summer. Um, I've got about eight books to read amongst everything else I'd like to do and not do. Um, great definition that Kayleen, I have to say, and a friend of mine gave me for a holiday. Holidays where you get to do or not do whatever you want. I think that's a good way to look at it. And But I think there are people who are hanging in there. It just feels like the powerful forces in our society and the loud forces are doing this good is evil, evil is good approach. And it's not easy to grit our teeth and hang through it sometimes. Um, so, yeah, coming back, wrap up Victoria um, and say that, of course, after Labor was re-elected in 2014, we were talking first about the uh, scenario of the parliamentary apology. We then, unfortunately, got um, the... Well, in 2016 was the first attempt to do birth certificate reform that, of course, didn't happen due to it um, being a tie in the upper house and some pretty nasty things being said um, um, as well. But there's been lots of other things. Um, the state government has funded a project for the bi community, one of the first bi specific projects I can recall anywhere in Australia to receive government funding, the Bi 5 project, um, which is moving along. And of course, this year on the trans front, we finally got some good laws here in Victoria. 
uh, acknowledging that we were fifth to cab off the rank out of the eight states and territories, ACT 2014, South Australia, well, they had the win on that fateful night in December 2016 when we didn't. Northern Territory last year, Tasmania this year, and I've got to give full credit to the crew down there. They've got some pretty good laws and, you know, maybe, you know, if... Um, Depending on what happens, we could just um, even add some enhancements to ours here in um, the caffeine state. And um, then finally it went through. And I'm going to put in my vote, I'll say for at least for um, Victorian, my subjective vote for Victorian of the Year, I'm going to go with Andy Medic. And I'm not just saying that because freedom of species um, would usually come in after me. I Having had the, I will say, the honour to meet him, he's just a decent guy. And... You know, yes, he has a trans child, which obviously will endear him to me, but you can tell he is authentic, he is respectful, and we need a heck of a lot more like that in leadership. And his spe- very moving speech um, you know, in Parliament during the birth certificate reforms was incredible. And you know, it was, was such an amazing moment at 8.19pm on the 27th of August 2019 where it finally happened. Um, the House divides, da 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 26-14 this time, pretty clear-cut. And if you add up the votes in the two houses, it meant two-thirds of Victoria's State Parliament voted yes. And for all the shenanigans and noise against it, it was soothing. And it was a well-run campaign whereby, um, you know, it was pretty much um, trans people out front and cisgender allies, um, you know, sort of walking beside us, family members, of course, in the middle. So a very... Um, you know, good moment this year in a year that sometimes, well, seemed like the light was struggling to shine through, to borrow from Kayleen's analogy. So, yeah, um, Victoria, well, acknowledging that at times we have to be aware that to some extent it is a bit of a bubble, so to speak, um, but I'm very grateful that I live in the bubble and can try to contribute it, contribute to it um, in ways that I can, including this program. All right, let's have a breather and have another great track from the decade. This one came from Wendy Rule and her Guided by Venus album, and that was released, well, way back at the start of the decade. It seems like ages ago, 2010, so we'll squeak it in. And when I first heard this track played live just as the album was coming out, it just blew me away. This is Wendy's song, too, written for her son Ruben. It's called Radiate. What a good way to... Wind up the year. 3CR, oh, as we do that. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally. And now you're here. And now you're strong. Seems so long ago That I offered that song And my heart was aflame And I'd known you so long Through eons and eons and eons and eons And oh, it was beautiful And now you're here And your heart is true And the blessings I gave Are they flowing through you 
and your hands are alive with a grace that was gifted to you by the sun and the Three CR eight five five AM three CR digital three CR dot org dot au three CR on demand as we wrap up out of the pan for this decade. Um, one of my favourite pieces of music from the last decade, 
from Wendy Rule, who of course has been someone we've loved playing on this show over, um, I think the maths in my head, 15 years nearly, and um, Radiate from Guided by Venus, said the Libran. A couple of messages coming in. <laughs> um, we're back to roving. Um, Sally, that was a typo. <laughs> um, it was meant to be roving. Yes, keep roving on, um, roving reporter. Roving, 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 rove, and um, and no, and Kayleen at the same time come in and said breaking roving turns roving. No, um, we've now clarified that. But okay, as we say, you can use the name and pronouns that you use on this show. All right. Move on quickly to the federal scene for LGBTI. Well, it seems a long, long time ago, as a song once said, but, you know, we did have three years of Labor government and for all the shenanigans that went on between Mr Rudd and Ms Gillard, um, they did some good things for LGBTI people. Um, 2011, pretty good passport regulations. I'm only commenting there from a trans and gender diverse viewpoint. Um, I am um, they probably may not have been perfect, but those with intersex variations, and they could do with a pot cut and polish some things that seemed good, haven't quite worked. Having a health professional sign off if you're someone in a country town, well, that's probably not the best thing. Acknowledge that. But, um, you know, it was a good thing. Um, then we had the review of um, what I'll call non trans health um, procedures in 2013 to make sure that. Any person of any gender or body could get them without discrimination. So we'd had stories throughout the 2000s. For example, a trans man who had completed his journey changed birth certificate to M and then found something like a cyst on an ovarian part and was told by Medicare, well, you can't get that. That's only for females. Well, that sort of thing disappeared. And now a person who needs a process can get it done. And then, well, probably the peak at a federal level June 2013, the night before Mr Rudd took back the leadership from Ms Gillard, gee, a night where we had a change in um, prime ministership in Australia in this decade. Well, that was that was every night, wasn't it? Seemed like it. But, um, of course, that night was where we finally got national anti-discrimination law, June 28, 2013, came into effect 1st of August. And the fact that that was on the voices alone didn't need a show of hands because both Coalition and Labor supported it, including the exemption, um, I call it the exemption to the exemption that meant religion could not discriminate in service provision in aged care. Come to that, back to that point towards the end of the show. But we know what has happened since we've had the Abbott um, era. Um, We then had some brief flicker of hope when Turnbull replaced him and thought we might get something remotely resembling a moderate or small liberal national government and um, Turnbull, unfortunately, seemed to be constantly undermined. And then, of course, well, Scott Morrison, probably the less said the better. And the things that happened, the Safe Schools, uh, attack on the Safe Schools um, Coalition, the horrendous personal attacks on Ros Ward from so many people, including people who I would like to say really need to look at themselves, um, you know, is all I'm going to say. Um, the fact that the Safe Schools project in Victoria was pretty much sold out um, I think was pretty poor and it's still there in some shape or form in the Department of Education but um, well I just think that those people really got let down and I don't know what Roz is up to haven't seen her in a while but I hope you're doing all right Roz Um, it was obviously a battle thereafter but Roz's brave words at one of the Globe Awards from memory 
2016 where she she said people ask me isn't it tough doing what you're doing she just said no it's tougher being a trans young person that's the sort of guts and leadership that we need um so um yeah it wasn't and then of course the mixed bittersweet 2017 with the postal survey and i find it quite worrying that you know um people have not taken lessons from that yes it was a comprehensive result close enough to two to one there was very little movement from opinion polls prior to the survey even though the no campaign had so much money to spend but from our own side the many trans and bi people at least um who i can you know that's my senses senses of my identity i can speak for but i acknowledge many people of color and multicultural felt sold out um, by being sort of erased and many others and we're paying the price for that now because now we have a government that's trying to do the god versus the gays thing and play on fears from multicultural communities so there was some mistakes made on our side and i just hope they have been learnt from you don't ex- i long ago gave up expecting some people to have um, some of the careerists and bandwagon jumpers who let everyone else do the hard work and got on at the end um you know, who wouldn't admit that they'd do that and wouldn't admit they made mistakes, made a big stuff up. One person who's had the humility and decency to admit a mistake is Rodney Croom, and I think that shows why he's a true leader. I haven't always agreed with Rodney, but, you know, I can, you know, there's this difference between disagreeing with someone but being able to agree to disagree because you have enough respect and trust for that person's character. And I just feel the way Rodney was shafted at the end was not in Parliament the moment that legislation was finally passed was a really sad thing. And so we've got to learn from that and tighten up our game um, because, you know, we do have these issues. So, yeah, we know where we're at federally. And, of course, I'll talk about the future in the last segment. I... You know, obviously, some of the patterns we're seeing in Australia nationally are reflected around the world. The reliance on, you know, image and that sort of thing and the fake news approach. Um, But there are ways we're going to have to counter that. And I'll talk about that after the next segment, um, after the next track that we play. And, well, someone who's now, of course, been consistent over, well, um, close on... Certainly three, maybe even close to four decades of great music um, or producing in four decades is Graham Connors, um, one of Australia's great, but um, outside of cities, um, or sorry, inside in the cities are massively underrated musicians. And he put out an album called From the Back Country in 2018. And um, this was a highlight track with a great sense of mystery. This is called... Black Mountain, 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Why I guess Cause all of a sudden The hair stood 
is giving our prolific programmers a well-earned break. Check out the Summer Grid at 3cr.org.au forward slash summer specials. Indeed, 3CR 855 AM, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally. And yes, I am taking a breather for um, the next six weeks. Five of those six weeks, you'll have some repeats of some of the um, shows um, that I thought, well, um, really rocked, rolled, boogied country and westerned or something. Um, well, well, that's um, they were quite diverse anyway. Um, over the next six weeks, I'll put up a schedule um, in the next little while. 
But um, on, of course, the Sunday, the 26th of January, the airwaves rightfully belong to our First Nations broadcasters, and so uh, no repeat on that day. Um, lots of things coming up. Um, do want to mention that it can be a tough time for rainbow people and families, but of course the fabulous Q Life, including Switchboard, is there on one eight hundred one eight four five two seven. Take lots of care. Do things on the twenty sixth of twenty uh, fifth of no of December that are just happy for you. You don't have to go and hang out with people you don't like. I used to do a few Christmases by myself, and that was probably better than hanging out with people I didn't want to be with. One thing you can do, and you'll be with nice people. Last year was the inaugural Christmas in the Park, put on by Queer Space, and it's back this time at Edinburgh Gardens on the morning of December the twenty fifth from about eight thirty onwards. Well, you've got me there because there's free coffee. Yeah. Now you're talking, never mind anything else, but there'll be lots of great performances, including a Mayo doing her amazing, gracious and graceful dancing, lots of things. Um, so, yep, um, December, that's a nice thing to do on your December 25th. And I saw lots of people who you thought, well, they wouldn't need to turn up to something like that, and they did and just had a really good time. Um, well, the decade has ended on a good note um, very quickly, just about eight to ten seconds here of there with Rhea Ripley, um, Australia's own um, pro wrestling star, winning the NXT Women's Championship during the week. Here's a bit of her theme. Just a little bit, but so exciting um, as wrestling wrestling fans who go overboard are called Marks. I'm marked out. Um, messages that are still coming in. Roving reporter tells me I need to write a book. Well, something that is coming up, of course, is the Midsummer Festival. And, well, not quite writing a book, but I will be communicating in a different way. One Pan Cooking, um, the solo performance show by yours truly, is on at Hares and Hyenas on Tuesday the 21st, Auslan interpreted, and um, not Auslan, Wednesday the 22nd. I haven't had the neurodiverse um, stamp put on it, but I'll try to make it as neurodiverse friendly as possible. Um, sort of going in a state of exhilaration. Exhilaration, I think, combines both nerves and adrenaline or something. Um, but it will, it'll be all right on the night, as they say, no, really looking forward to that. Come along. Tickets are selling, but there are still some left, so get in, into that. And um, Melina's popped in with a last message um, to talk about um, the a movie starring Nicole Kidman, Margot Robbie and Charlize Theron called Bombshell, exposing the dark side of the conservative Mur- Murdoch media. Gosh, it must run for 20 hours. Um <laughs> That's not going to be done in about 90 minutes. Um, Also, you can binge watch the morning show on Apple TV about um, the complexities of commercial breakfast television. Um, Yeah, so lots on that. And Kayleen has said, hear, hear, relearning and humble leadership. Um, Running out of time. Um, Won't go through all the usual services and groups. Many are shut down, having a month off during January, taking their annual leave. Oh, as I said, I'm taking annual leave with my 17.5% loading on top of my usual rate, 17.5 times zero. Anyway, um, anyway, but um, just always wanting to say thank you to all listeners, in particular our 
roving reporter to Kayleen, um, to Melina, and someone I'll just call H. I don't have consent to perhaps mention that person's name on air, but who always sends me lots of stuff to get me thinking. Um, well, thanks, as always, to um, Freedom of Species, um, um, who they're not on today. Got some summer programming, but thanks for their support. And I want to particularly thank them for connecting me into Animal Justice and Andy Medic. Thanks, um, as always, to the fab crew from Out of the Blue, who precede us most um, pretty much every week, diving deep for the marine news if you are in the water this summer. Stay safe. Um, and, well, life's been an interesting one personally this year. Um, as um, a song once said, Kevin Johnson from the 70s, I'm going where the road may take me, going where the road may lie, or something like that. I don't know where it's taking me. I mean, heaven knows, willing um, circumstances seem to be changing, life changes. I pray and hope I'll be back next year. Um, but, um, you know, it's just I love doing the show. It's a pleasure doing it for you. Um, so thank you very much for listening and tuning in. It's been wonderful to have so many amazing guests and have the privilege of listening a metre away from them as they tell their stories. Um, also, you know, a nice moment from the year was someone who approached the show because they were a listener and said, you, you know, I've got doing a trans event. Um, well, that's very much what this show is there for. Of course, the whole midsummer season coming up, um, as I call it, um, Carnival on Sunday the 19th and Pride March two weeks later, which, according to my maths, is February the 2nd. And, yeah, the success of moving Pride March through to um, the 11 o'clock start. It does mean an early rise, but there's lots of coffee everywhere because it's Melbourne and you'll, it'll all be all right on the night. Um, yeah, thank you to, yeah, all the loyal supporters of the show. Um, yeah, it's been an interesting year, personally. It's had its, um, sort of started on a high, fell in a heap in the middle and has come out all right at the end. Um, so I'm looking forward to a breather. Please stay safe in every way. Um, be careful on the roads, whatever road use you are, pedestrian, cyclist, motorised vehicle. Um, just raise the alert level a little, be aware of other people, that sort of thing. If you party in any way, of course, do it safely and consensually. If you take any form of substances, do that safely um, and so it doesn't harm anyone else and preferably doesn't harm yourself. Um, as I mentioned, um, out of the blue, um, dive deep. If you're in the water, please stay safe on, in, around water. Be aware of your surroundings. Be aware of, say, minors for whom you are responsible. But... Very quickly on the future, well, you know, as we touched on earlier, it can sometimes seem when the powers of the world are pretty pooey that it's not doing too well. But as we also heard that there's a lot of decent people out there, and I think that is a fair call. And Kayleen has said one pan cooking zen lightful. <laughs> well, there could be a bit of that too. Um, but I, you know, I think, and it's, it sucks that, you know, people who are trying to, you know, change things for the better in social, environmental justice and similar sometimes feel like we're constantly working very hard. I read an article during the week, someone said, well, we're not allowed to be to despair. Well, I think we are, but then we've got to try and, you know, revive ourselves, check in with support, take some time out if you need to. Um, but as, to paraphrase a, a saying attributed to Calvin Coolidge, a former one-time US president, um, the surprise press on has always solved the problems of the human race. And I think we do have to press on. It can be draining. 
And I'm not saying I'm perfect because I can tell you at times I do despair a bit, but I also think we can um, keep striving and very much 3CR is a part of that. So take it out um, appropriately enough for the year with a track from the last of the um, albums that I got, Cosmic Nomads from 2012 and their album Damage. And appropriately, this track's called I'm Still Alive. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. Catch you down the road. Without